Newcastle, it's that time again. Here are your bench warmers, Sean and Storky. Hello and welcome back to episode three of the bench warmers. My name is Sean, and just like always, I'm joined by my co-host and good mate Matt Storky Stork. How are you, Storky? Oh mate, fantastic. Ready for another show, another week, another show. Yourself? Yeah, mate, I'm good, pumped, ready to go. I am. And so before we get too far into it, let's mention our good friends over at Painaway, who are powered by Painaway in mm. 2022. Uh, Painaway is Australia's number one joint and muscle spray cream brand available in all leading pharmacies. Yes. On tonight's show, let's jump straight into it, shall we? Let's no mucking around. We will review round one of the NRLW season against Parramatta and our second trial up against the Melbourne Storm in this week's Pain Away match review. Um, Night of News is back. Got heaps of news this week, Storky. Forward to it. Mm. Um, Queensland's been getting peppered yeah, with, with storms and, and stuff like that. So Lincoln's taken time away from his hectic schedule yeah he's been filling us in about everything that's going on up there it's pretty mm. scary stuff so. yeah exactly we'll look at the upcoming nrl game against brisbane in the lampton park match preview and our favorite segment stalky the mark hughes foundation fan mail always look forward to it every mm. week let's jump into this week's pain away match review First game in our pain away match review is the NRLW game. Let's have a look at some of the stats, shall we? Newcastle went down 12 points to 13, two tries apiece. Both kicking two from two, a Parramatta field goal was the only difference. Knights had more possession with 51%. Knights completed more sets, um, 22 out of 31. Parramatta had more run meters, 1,376 meters. They also made more tackles with 276 tackles. Now that the boring stats are out of the way, let's jump into it. I thought it was great, mate. I, like for the very first, you know, hit out for the Newcastle, you know, mm. NRLW side. It was Historic. awesome. It was, and um, I made my way into the game, um, and the atmosphere there was. Just amazing. You heard yeah. the Newy chant like a few times. Um, there was a lot, like good crowd, a mm. good crowd there, like you said. Um, yeah, it was just a great vibe. Just, I know it's going to sound weird, but it just felt like a it normal was... Newcastle Knights game. It did. Well, I unfortunately couldn't make it, so I was watching it at home on 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 the telly. But I, I didn't. It was exactly like watching a men's game coming yeah. through the TV. The presentation, the, the the style of presentation on the TV was just like it would be in a men's game. Um, the build-up, everything like that. It was it was just like watching a men's game. You know, one thing they had, but that the men don't. Mm. You know where I'm heading there? Oh, I know exactly where you're heading. Yes, they ran out to go hard, go night. Yes, yes. It's just so much better. I know it was. Better than better. I know it was. That's that <laughs> pun again. But no, it was, it was just amazing. Look, the girls uh, ran out with massive smiles on their face. I'm, I'm, I'm sitting there thinking... They're, they're obviously pumped. They're obviously excited to go. They're obviously in that, you know, that game mentality where you just want to get out and, and, and smash someone. Yeah, you but you it. could not take the smiles off their face. Every girl just ran out with a big yeah. smile. You could tell it meant something big to them. Um, now, last week, Storky, we were, we were saying that um, we wouldn't enjoy watching the women's game if it was just, you know, 70 minutes of 
girls bashing the living <laughs> hell out of each other. But it's what it was. I know. It's kind of ironic that um, we said that one thing we enjoy about the women's game is that there's not as many big hits and they use the football a lot more, which is kind of the opposite to what we actually saw. Yeah, it's um, <laughs> we, we were instantly eating our words on that one. You know, we were saying they play with more finesse and there's, you know, not as many big hits and they spread the ball a bit more than the men and... But yeah, it was it was the complete yeah. opposite. There was there was huge yeah, hits for the complete seventy minutes from from kickoff to the final whistle. Bit of blood. You saw saw a there bit of blood from a few of the players. There, there was too. blood. Great. There was women stumbling around. There was, there um, was. hyperextension of elbows. Caitlin yeah. Caitlin Johnson. Um, it was it was an intense game. I was extremely impressed with the yeah. women. Yeah, you can't take that away from me. You're talking about finesse. One thing I was surprised about last week, and I think we talked about it, was the fact that. Um, Dibs wasn't in the starting side and yeah. she came off the bench because for me, watching the game, as soon as she came into the game... It lifted. It lifted. She, yeah. I think she slotted into that um, number six, or she wasn't wearing number six, obviously, but into that position. And yeah, yeah she just had a bit more control over the game. That Well, she's obviously a rep half and I, I don't really understand why she isn't starting the game and she's a brilliant goal kicker. Yeah, um, I was going to mention that. She, she did you know just make her goal. That she she kicked on the weekend, it skimmed the post and bit just of nerves, went in. Maybe bit of nerves, yeah, a bit bit of nerves, but yeah, to me she needs to be starting. She yeah. she's I, d- I don't think we can be using her as impact off the bench. Yeah, are they got a, are they thinking more of a utility role? But I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I think I, she's just yeah, should be. Or the or is she that good that she's versatile in many positions that she is yeah. playing that utility role? But yeah, for me, you you would you would start your. It'd be like having Andrew Johns. On the bench and just saying, well, because he's the best, he can cover any position that we need him to cover. Yeah, it's just strange. I'm not, not taking anything away. I'm not sure who, to be honest, the number six is there at the moment. But I guess that probably says a little bit as well. Yeah. But, yeah. And she did fix... In in the second half, we were struggling to finish our sets. It, it was quite oh. frustrating. It, it was taking me back to the it men was. of last year. Uh, we, we couldn't complete a set. But she did add a little bit with her kicking game when, when she came on. She did. Um, but yeah, that it was, was quite frustrating. Like, mm. like you said, like I haven't seen a lot of NRLW games, but like jokingly, I was starting to wonder whether they were allowed to kick on the last tackle. I'm like, are they allowed <laughs> to kick the on the rule. last tackle? Yeah. Here? Like, is there different mm. rules? Like, because it was just getting to that point where it was like, you didn't see many kicks and things like that. But, um, you know, it was a good game, you know, late in the game, Parramatta, you know, um, it leveled it up. And that was another thing. I couldn't understand why we weren't going for things like that field goal opportunity at the end there, the last tackle, and we would just get tackled with the ball. Yeah. See, I think there was 18 minutes to go when it was leveled up, something like that. And Maddie Studden, her name is, the the goal kicker for Parramatta, she was really struggling with the wind. The ball kept rolling off the tee. (laughs) You could see that that she was a little embarrassed. Like, I could feel that at the game. Like, you could feel that. Yeah, Yeah. on on TV, you could just see her face. It was getting as red as the night's Could you imagine it, but every eye is on you. And, like, there's nothing you can do about it. The ball just gets falling off the bloody tee. Exactly. But the fact that... We had that wind at our back. We're standing there literally 10, 15 metres away from her, struggling with that ball on the tee. It's windy. All the flags you could see were just heading in the direction that, like, with our back. Yeah. And not one of it, not, not one single time did we kick for space early in the tackle count, kick them, keep them down yeah. their end or try for a 40-20, kick a field goal because we had the breeze at our back. We... Just never really looked 
like using the atmosphere, if you, if you know what yeah. I mean. Yeah, I totally understand what you mean there. It just didn't make sense. But maybe that's something I'll work on during the week and come back next week. Now, this week's Steel City key moment of the week. Our I, first NRLW Steel City key moment yes, of the week. Yes, and I feel that this is a key moment, not only Steel City key moment of the week, mm. but it's a key moment in the history of the Newcastle Knights. The first try yeah, for a Newcastle Knights NRL W side, you were almost right with your prediction. I was, predict- I was prediction. getting excited. I was like, "Oh, there's." It was early in the game too. I was like, "There's one. Come on, yep, come for another." The and way she wasn't not trying because she, she got tackled a few times on the last tackle. She got tackled a lot on the last tackle. Probably not a great thing, but yeah, this, this try. She, you know, she caught the ball wrapping around. She's thrown a dummy to the outside. Saw the gap and went over herself for one moment there. With the number one on the back, I thought I was watching Kalen Ponga. Yeah, well, she's going to... That is now written in the history books. Yep. From years to come, that's always going to be the case. Uh, and I think she had a fairly good game. Like, I think... Um, she did. You know, it's... She's... I saw her there, you know, giving barking demands and things at people. So, she's obviously got that leader, you know, qualities about her. So, look forward to seeing how she progresses. Yes. So, that was our... Steel City key moment of the week this week. Now let's have a look at the NRLW ladder. Broncos, Dragons, and Eels all on two points. Knights, Titans, Roosters all on zero points. Knights currently sitting in fourth. It's not a bad spot to be. Yeah, considering you lost and you're still sitting at fourth, that's not too bad. Mm, a couple um, of the other games were blowouts, but I think, weren't they? Those... Yeah, the the um, mm. the Broncos-Roosters game was 20-20-4, twenty to four, yeah. something, I believe. All right, let's move on to the men's game. The Knights played the Storm. Um, let me have a look at the stats for that game. They weren't as well in our favour as the, as the women. Yeah. Melbourne 24 to 10 over Newcastle. Melbourne with more tries, four tries to two. Melbourne perfect with the boot, four from four. Clifford only kicking one from two. Melbourne had more possession, 52%. Melbourne completed more sets, 37 from 44. They also had more run meters with 1,769. But again, not a stat you want to win. We made more tackles with 381. Before we get too far into the game, talking mm-hmm. about the game, before we get into the game at all, really, I want you to picture this. I'm sitting at home, yep. on the lounge, watching the game. Yep. Had to watch on replay, obviously, because I didn't get back in time from the of, of other course. game. But I'm watching it. There was a painful moment. And I'm sure I all of us Newcastle fans yeah, felt it mm. when the Melbourne dressing room was shown and you saw Kingy yeah. for the first time in that Melbourne purple. That hurt, brother. That it, hurt. <laughs> It did, and you know we've we've been big fans of Kingy for a while, yeah. and, and openly big fans of Kingy. We we're yeah. constantly defending him when when there's bashing of him online. But yeah, for me, seeing him run out in that number thirteen jersey, I was so happy for him. Yeah, I was too. But so frustrated for he us. He was at the, the epitome same time. of Newcastle. He was, like, you know, he's the battle, you know, battler that he was that steel game so much and worked a lot harder and mm. yeah. But. And he had a really good game for Melbourne. They yeah, they had did. him playing a ball, playing lock role. I was role. so surprised about that. That's that's something we never saw here in Newcastle. No. So that's a Bellamy masterstroke. Yeah, yeah, we've never seen any type of really passing game really from King. He's just like. One up and out, you know, type of thing. So yeah, was, exactly, yeah. exactly. But Bellamy, I, I, I said it when he signed with Melbourne that Bellamy's going to take him to places that we didn't know existed in Josh yeah. King. He would have been silly not to sign. Exactly. Look, did we see 
because this has been a discussion between us and and everywhere in the Knights world. Yeah. What's going to happen with our wingers this year? Did we see a glimpse in this match of what the wingers will be in 2022? Oh, that's a tough one, hey? I know you're like, as we always talk about, you're, you know, Twyla Express, big fan. Mm. Um, I still have that, and I shouldn't really because he hasn't really done much to, you know, doubt me, for me to doubt him, sorry. Yeah. But, man, once he, that first try, like, which we'll, we'll, we'll talk about, there was a bit of magic <laughs> in there from Twyla. But, um, yeah, I still don't know if, if Hunt was available. I'm still, I uh, don't know if See, Hunt would be I, there. I just feel Hunt would have received that beautiful cutout from Clune. And he would have got tackled over the sideline, or he would have just been been tackled, and and yeah. that would have been it. Um, I I don't see a lot of our wingers having that confidence to just put it on the left boot, little grubber in inside for for best to go over and yeah. score. I, I I don't see that from any other winger. Well, Ma- do you look at it the other way? Like because we're always we've been saying like Hunt, you know, is um coming in to replace Tawala. Could mm. we see? You know, maybe Hunt coming in and replacing Dom, and like having a Tuala Hunt. Yeah, like, well, see, I thought I thought Dom had a really solid game again as yeah, well. I'd love to see Dom, Dom stay in the side because I was saying I'd like to see you know Tuala on the left and Dom on the right. Yeah, we saw Dom on the right. He didn't put a foot wrong. Mm. To me, he keeps that spot. So I I don't have Hunt coming back in over Dom either. Yeah, it's tough position if you hunt. Yeah, very tough position. But um, someone who's always like laying under the radar, mm-hmm. I think, in the team is Clifford. Yes. Always has a great game. I think he played really well on the weekend. He did. But he's always like flying under that radar a little bit. It's almost like everyone's eyes are constantly on someone else. So yeah, last year, exactly. Last year, people were more focused on Mitchell Pierce and what Mitchell mm. Pierce is doing right or wrong. Yeah. Where, you know, this year with the trial matches, we're looking at Clune. How's how is Clune going to go in the side? So you kind of take your mind off Clifford again. Yeah. And for me, he's been a standout player in both trials. He's been doing all the little things right. Like his kicking may need a little bit of work, you know. Yeah. He's but you know, everything else, he's doing the little things right. And you know, as I say, the little things turn into big things and yeah, it's working well, for us. Um where we we're constantly seeing those tries from Clifford where he just takes three, four defenders with him over the try line. Yeah. He's a strong little fella. He is. Strong little, little fella with a massive boot. He's been eating his Nutrigrain. Yeah. Talking about people eating their Nutrigrain. Yeah. We gave him big raps last week. We said uh the week before that we think he's gonna have his biggest year yet. Yeah. Kurt Mann at thirteen just impresses me more and more. Totally Every agree. week. He's going to be one of our weapons. And for him to go from last year, like, let's be honest, being one of the most bag players online yep. and people disappointed that we signed him and, you know, didn't um, and didn't keep Connor and things like that. But to go from that to, I know it's only trial games, but to go from that to being what looks like it's going to be one of our main weapons. Well, yeah. He's, impressive. He's constantly just in the middle of the park, just yeah. in the middle of the field. And he's a great, great ball player. So it can either go from a Clifford or a Clune to Man, and then we can spark some sort of magic from there. Or yeah. he'll run it, and he's he's devastatingly hard to tackle. He yeah. it just looks like everyone that tries to tackle him, it's they're just awkward. It's it's like he he does something with his with his arms or something. No one can ever just seem to make yeah. a solid textbook tackle on on him. Tough question. Hmm. 
I know everybody kind of saw it as like we signed Connor or we signed Man. Yeah. Obviously, you know, a lot of people were disappointed and blamed Man for losing we Connor. We even sat here and said we would have taken yeah. Connor over Man. If mm. it came back to it now, like, Man hasn't done anything wrong. He's been one I ta- of the I take Man 100%. Yeah, and that's like... Man at lock is better so. than Connor at lock. Yeah, so yep. that says a lot, hey? Like, yep. watch this space. Hopefully, it gets even better. Yeah. But, yeah. See see how he goes this season. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's it. I think um, uh, with the game, though, I think like we were actually in it. Now, ball speed, uh, moving off the line and everything was really fast. But I yeah. think for me... It was 6-4 for quite a while. I think for me, the the game changed for us mm. when John, for Melbourne, John got injured. Yes. And Munster came on. Like, he's... Uh, you don't, he's, you know, he obviously wasn't playing on our side, but he is yep. such a bloody good player and he controls the game so well. Say what you want about Munster, but he is one of the smartest footballers yeah. I've ever seen. And I don't know if he's got that because he's been playing under Cameron Smith for so long and yeah, he was another extremely smart footballer. But in that situation where he saw a knock on, he saw a knock on from Clune. But Clunes managed to hold on to the ball. Uh, play was going to continue, so he just laid on Clune and gave away a penalty. Now, you can't challenge the play unless the play stops. So he is forced play to stop by giving away a penalty, which if they challenged and it was unsuccessful, he would have been sent to the bin. Even Klein was saying that was a risky move, but bloody smart. Yeah. Um, for me, there's not many footballers that no. in that moment can just do what he did. And that's a football brain. That's like, you know, that's that's just bred into you. And like, he he wouldn't even thought about it. That just would have been second nature for him to do that. Yeah. And that's, that's impressive. Now, we were mentioning before that we were sad to see um, Kingy in a Melbourne jersey. I almost had the same pain when I saw Nick Meaney. Now, Nick Meaney has been to the Bulldogs and it's been a yeah. while since he left the Knights. But seeing him at fullback for Melbourne and how well he played yeah. in that position. Now, you have to remember, they've still got Pappenhausen to come back. Yeah. Um, he doesn't get a start if Pappenhausen plays, Like let's be honest. But look what happened last year. Um, oh, what's his name? Hines. Went, went to the, yeah, went to the um, Sharkies. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, you know, who's to say that can't happen again? Can you imagine if we still had him? Now, now, I'm not, I'm not going to sit here and, and, and bag on Tex Hoy because that's yeah. not what I want to do. But to for me, Meany is behind Ponga if, yeah. if, if Meany is here or Meany is on the wing. Meany filled in a lot before he went to the Bulldogs, didn't he? I think probably a lot of him going to the Bulldogs and getting signed by them was because he filled in because Ponga was injured so much that yeah. season and played really well. Yeah, and like, he, was, he, was, he was killing it in New South Wales Cup and, yeah. and stuff like that. Um, you know, he he was a bit of a wasted talent here behind Ponga. Yeah. And, you know, now does he get a start in front of someone like a Tuala and a Young and a Lee and a Hunt? So, you know, yeah. he, he, he was wasted talent here. So good on him for, yep. like I said, he, he kicked four from four on the weekend. He's absolutely brilliant player. I'm happy for the bike. I, I'm hoping he goes down there and the same thing happens, you know, to him that happened with Hines, to be honest. And yep. he's, he can find a starting spot somewhere else. But um, something I found really weird in the game, this is probably the standout strange part for me, mm-hmm. was the penalty for the scrum with yes. Clemmer yep. for kicking at the ball. Like, Don't what even is get going me started on, on in that. In 2022, even the commentators um, mentioned it, 
where you're doing a, you're packing a scrum and you get penalised for striking the ball. Like, why why even have a scrum? And I I, I still that like is, the scrums being in the game, but seriously, what is the point? That is literally the one point, the one yeah. single point you have a scrum for is to put the ball in the center, not behind the second rower's legs or anything like yeah. that. In the center, and you have two hookers hooking for the ball, striking the ball. So when yeah. when when a player gets penalized for striking the ball in the scrum, like fair enough if he kicks it out of the halfback's hands before he's had a chance to put it in the scrum, whatever. Yeah. But when the ball is in the scrum, no, you do not penalize someone for striking the ball. That'll do me. Yeah. That, like that'll what's going do on? Me. Like was there a obviously there was a real chain somewhere along the line that said, hey, you're not allowed to rake for the ball or kick for the ball. You just got to push. Now they get in trouble for pushing as well. Yeah. So it's like, what is the use? Unless they, you would have got penalized back in the day for 95% of how they put the ball in now, how they just basically put it behind the leg yeah, there. Yeah, because you didn't put it in yeah, the tunnel. you didn't put it in the scrum. Yeah. yeah. And now it's, yeah, it's just like, what are we living in? Bizarro world or something. It's just yeah, weird. Yeah, exactly. Now on the weekend was the first time to see our away jersey in action. What did yeah. you think of the away jersey? I liked it. I'm still not a fan of um, the shorts and the socks. I think to me, there's just too much white. And yep. I'm all for the white on the jerseys. I am. I have a soft spot for the away jerseys. But um, just wear the normal socks. Wear the normal pants. Mm. And just wear the away jersey like we used to back in the day. I think yep. it looks so much better. I agree. And I've been saying this, that I think this is one of our best away strips. Yeah. Um, that is because of my opinion up close. Up yeah, close, I love dots. it with the silver or the grey dots, whatever colour you want to call yeah. it. It looks fantastic. But obviously yeah. on, on TV, you can't see those grey dots. So yeah. I don't know if there's a way of somehow making that pattern stand out more on TV without it being yeah. extremely busy a metre away from it. Yeah. I, I would love to see them somehow tweak tweak that design so it's more noticeable so it's a bit more noticeable on tv because on yeah. tv it just looks looks white and i do agree with you that maybe we should just have the home shorts and the home socks with yeah. the white jersey or maybe a slight variation with a little less white um yeah. there's too much white at the moment there's only, there's only blue on the socks as o'neill's mm. that's it but yep yeah. now i mentioned before about the floods uh in in queensland they're obviously making their way down lismore is completely underwater at the moment i've seen grafton mm. underwater we're supposed to get it um, soon. hopefully not as bad though but i've been battening down the hatches at the garage at home yep we we do have a east coast low warning in place for you know you guys will be seeing this on wednesday night it'll be wednesday thursdays when we're meant to have it the hardest yeah. Now, Ipswich absolutely copped it. Our mate Lincoln's been running around like a headless chook. Yeah, he's um, been updating us. He's sending us pictures and things while he's been out and about. Yeah, exactly. So let's cross to Lincoln now for the Sid Fogg's Nighted News. Hey, Link, how you going up there, mate? Yeah, boys. Um, tell you what, a lot, a lot better now than what it was a couple of days ago. My lord, mm, bit wet. Mm. Yeah, mate, that's an understatement. Um, mate, just days and days and days of rain. Uh, just didn't bloody stop. <laughs> Unbelievable, mate. Um, yeah, big shout out to all the other Queensland Knights supporters that are listening. Um, 
know what you're going through. It's just, uh, it's absolutely, it's it's pretty crazy up here at the moment, boys. Yeah, stay the, safe, everyone. It looks rough from you know all the images we've seen on on TV and that you've yeah, sent us. Keeping and, us update. Yeah, yeah. So what what do you got for us news wise this week, mate? Oh, uh, boys! Unfortunately, I'm going to have to touch on a couple of injuries. We can mm. can't seem to stay away from them, can we? No. Um, look, our Mister Reliable Winger Heimel Hunt, unfortunately, has suffered a PCL injury in the knee. He's looking to be out for at least a month. Um, so it looks like Anari's going to come in and fill that spot for us while Heimel's out. Unfortunately, um, a little bit worse for our UK recruit Bailey Hodgson. Unfortunately, a 19 year old. We're pretty excited to see what he could do in that trial match against the Bulldogs. Unfortunately, he's got caught in an awkward tackle in the second half um, and he's fractured his elbow. Oh, gee, that's, that sounds painful. That does sound very painful. Very painful. So, um, look, Bailey's undergone the knife last Tuesday. Unfortunately, he's going to be uh, out for about six to eight weeks mm. rehabbing that. So, not good. no, certainly not good, boys. Um, but in a little bit better news, uh, look, I think a lot of. Uh, a lot of fans were holding their breath when we saw uh, Bradman Best leave the field mm. in that trial match against the Storm. Um, look, we can say, look, it's basically just a cork of the knee, purely precautionary. I think we all know that if, you know, if we're going to have our best possible season, we need to keep Bradman on the field as much as possible. Yep, 100%. Which is something we haven't been able to do. So uh, purely precautionary. He didn't need to be out there. No need to risk it. So he exited the field. I'm sure he would have played through if he had to. So nothing going there. So... Um, and in uh, some other news, perhaps some recruitment news um, in the Northern Hemisphere, boys. Clint Zammett, the head of recruitment, has headed over to the UK Super League to watch the Wigan Warriors and the Huddersfield Giants play uh, on a scouting mission uh, with an eye on one particular player, and that's Will Price. Right. So for, for all the listeners who don't know Will Price, um, plays for the Huddersfield Giants, 19-year-old, about six foot, um, he actually made his debut last year after a couple of injuries. Um, Aiden Caesar, the ex, uh, ex-Raiders player being one of them, mm-hmm. um, slid into the side and by all accounts, once he solidified that position, he's never really looked back. He, you know, He's too good to drop. So, um, look, throughout his junior career, he was a halfback. He is playing fullback currently, um, which he's quite, say, he's not too familiar with, but he's sort of grasping. Um, look, this guy's been on the radar uh, with Joey. Joey actually urged head recruitment to get over there and, and get this kid. Wow. So says uh, look, That says a lot, yeah. Yeah, look, we all know what the uh, – look, probably the, the biggest uh, club to recruit uh, UK players is the Raiders. The, Raider, the Raiders were pretty much uh, favourites to get his signature, but the Knights now have come in and, and looking like red-hot favourites. The snare, Will Price. So, if he's from Huddersfield, uh, isn't that where Dominic Young was from? Correct. So it hopefully, is, yes. hopefully, Dom's in his ear. Yeah, there we go. Because um, we we could get all the, we could use all the players we could get. Certainly. Well, I think if he's getting uh, Joey's stamp of approval, mate, I think uh, by all means, if uh, there's a half pack over there, mate, I'd like to get him over here. So. Yeah, not taking yeah. lightly. Well, I think I was reading that um, he is contracted for next year. But we can get him Correct. early. Um, obviously, just have to pay. I think a transfer fee. Transfer. Yep. Yeah. Um, which I don't know what that, how much that is these days. But yeah, we've we've Bailey being injured at, at the moment. Obviously, he's he's not coming here now. But it's yeah. obviously a good backup can fill that role. 
Um, and I don't know what halves are playing New South Wales Cup for us this year. Yeah, so I'm not too sure either, but put him in there for a little while, see how he goes for a run, and yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. No, I think I think I think it's um, potentially a great signing. What do you think, Link? Absolutely, yeah. I think it's always a bit exciting when you get these uh, these prospects come over from the UK. They're a little bit of an unknown mm. to us Australians. So, um, but you know, I don't think there's any arguing. Joey's got a pretty good eye for talent. Yeah, um, especially, especially when halfbacks are concerned. So, um, yeah, mate, if he passes Joey's eye test, he certainly passes mine. Yeah, okay. absolutely. Okay. Well, I'll tell you what, that's heaps better news than um, how you started this thing with, with the, the injury stick. The injury stick. stick's coming back out. It's been <laughs> yeah. polished up. Mm. It's um, having its trial games. It's was, having its trial part of the season. <laughs> I was kind of hoping it floated away in the floods up there that you wouldn't, you wouldn't bring it out. Oh, I've seen plenty of sticks floating by, mate. Trust me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyway, mate, um, hopefully you stay safe and hopefully the rain's stopped up there and, and you don't get any more of it. That's probably the last thing you want right now. Yeah, mate. Yeah, no more rain. That'd, uh, that'd be great. Yeah. On the bit Ab- of sunshine, mate. Missing the sunshine. Absolutely. Get out the old uh, inflatable thong or something that you can uh, just float in the flood water and, in and the syringe and in the, the bull sharks and, <laughs> and get yourself a tan. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, mate, thank you very much for joining us again this week. We're uh, going to dive into the Lambton Park match preview now, Storky. Let's do it. Let's go. See you, boys. See you, mate. mate. Okay, let's have a look at this week's Lambton Park Hotel NRLW match preview. NRLW round two, Knights vs Broncos on Sunday at 12pm, Wynn Stadium in Wollongong. The game is on 9, Foxtel and KO. Last week I was, I was saying earlier that I, I was sure that the Broncos uh, won 20-4. They did. They beat the, the Roosters 20-4. Yeah. Um, we've named the exact same team as last week. How do you feel about that? I'm okay with it. I'm still, like we mentioned earlier, I still had that question mark, you know, over Dibs not being in the side, but I'm mm-hmm. sure there's a method to the madness and it's only the second game. But like we've said before too, like it's not like the men's. You can't go like, oh, it's only round two. It's only round three because by the time you almost get to round three, you're halfway through the competition. Yeah, so. exactly. Yeah, I, I'm the same as you. The only change I would like to see is obviously Dib starting. I yeah. I don't think we're going to see that at all this no, I get in, that this season because like you were just saying, we're at round two. If they're going to change anything, it would have been changed by now because we are pretty much halfway through the season already. Let's hope for a longer season next year. Let's hope this is more popular. I um, have a feeling there'll be maybe a few more teams yeah, next year. Yeah, even if they play everyone twice and just yeah. double the length of the season. Yeah, I, exactly. I would like to see it. Um, it feels like it's going to end too soon already. Like we've only watched one game and it's I'm already thinking, oh, it's not. there's a lot, a lot more. Yeah, because it, it's pretty much over by the time round two or three comes around yeah. in the NRL. It's it, it, it's it's gone. And it is a great game. It's a great game yeah. that I would like to see more of. Any of the doubters out there? I know there was a few um, doubters just quickly um, online um, saying that they're not interested. Just give it a watch. Yeah. You might be surprised. You, you will be pleasantly surprised. Yeah. All right. 
Another popular segment, Storky, is the Bay Hotel Punt Club. What is your prediction for the game? You were you were close, with, close. with your double. Um, I don't believe any of us were, were close with the score. You were obviously close to me. I had us winning 22-14 yeah. or something. Yeah. What have you got for us this week? Well, I'm going to stick with a good thing. Um, I'm going to make it a little bit more simplified for myself. Yep, I've um, done the same. Yeah, so I'm still going to go with Romy. Um, yep. Title. Um But I just I'm just picking that she'll be the first try scorer again this week. The machine. So is I she, think she'll is, is get Is she over. the female machine? Well, she may be. You know, she may, yet she to come, may be. Maybe. Yes. Um, but yeah, and I hate picking against the Knights. Mm-hmm. But Brisbane winning the competition last year and cleaning up um, the, roosters the Roosters last week. Yep. I'm I'm gonna have to go with the Broncos. Yep. Um, I think it's gonna be Broncos twenty four, Newcastle twelve. Okay. Yep. Um, like you, I also have a little bit of bad news in my um, prediction. I have Emily Bass from the Broncos being the first try scorer. She she bagged a double on the weekend. Played really well on the wing. Mm-hmm. I have her scoring first, but I have the Knights winning one to twelve. So I think the margin will be one to twelve. Don't think we're going to win 12. by much. Yeah, but I have. I thought I feeling... misheard you first there for a second. I thought the score was going to be one twelve, and I was like, I don't think I've ever seen that game before in my whole. Like, Someone just kicks a life. field goal, and the other team scores twelve points. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like five <laughs> minutes into the game. Well, let's go for a field goal. Yeah, game's on the line. Yes, yeah, so I'm. I'm. I'm really excited to sit down and watch the second round. Yeah, um, I, I, I don't think there's going to be a huge amount of growth in the in our girls between round yeah. one and two. Um, I, I'm not sure how much better they can play than the first game because yeah. to me they played really well it was just like we we're saying finishing off the sets stuff like that 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 really let them down so if yeah if they could finish off their sets they may be able to score a lot more yeah, points implement that better kicking options on the last tackle but um i've seen a few people um, online a couple of people have actually said they're going to head down to the game i think all um, the way down to wollongong that is yeah, impressive. Yeah, Damo uh, McFarlane, flag guy, yep. flag man. Yep. Well, yep. he he travels anywhere. I've I've yeah. seen him in in you know Townsville, Melbourne, Brisbane. Oh, dead probably sad, even New Zealand. Who the knows? Knights, the Knights' first game on Mars, and I'm sure he'll be there with the big flag. <laughs> no doubt. With the you helmet can, on, you can count on it. You can count be. on it. Now, let's head to our favourite segment: the Mark Hughes Foundation fan mail. Alright, first question in our Mark Hughes Foundation fan mail segment is from Jeff Sutcliffe. How much do you think Kalen Ponga's tackling style remem- resembles that of Darius Boyd? Well, I'm not going to lie. I've kind of wiped Darius's tackling style out <laughs> of my mind. Um, Control-Alt-Delete. Yeah, pretty mm. much. Like... I know the, the old saying, you know, once a night, always a night. So, and I know Darius, you know, cops that, a lot yeah, of yeah, flack no, and that. that doesn't, but, that doesn't happen oh, with Darius. It's a tough one though, but yeah. Has he ever been to the old boys day? Oh, I don't think he would. I don't think he would. I don't oh, think I mean, he'd get maybe, invited. If he, if he has, maybe I'm wrong, but. Maybe he hasn't been invited. Yeah. I think it was just the, um, he was only here for Wayne. Wayne left, he left. I think that leaves a lot of bad taste in people's mouths, but. <laughs> yeah. It is what it is. Anyway, we won't go into that. But um, as far as he's tackling, oh. I don't really see too much resemblance. Like, yeah, yeah. Well, for me, you know, Darius loved to wait, lay down, even before yeah. 
the attacking player got to him, he was somehow already on the ground, kind mm. of just hoping they'd fall over him. Yeah. Um, you know, Ponga does need to work yeah, on his one-on-one defence. Yeah, a lot of the styles a little bit. Yeah, like he, he does out. a lot of the whole, yeah, jumping and arm out and doing yeah. the big theatrical flying around in the air like yeah. he, he's and I don't attempted. remember seeing Darius do that. No, Darius too busy laying on the ground. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> um, yeah, so I, I don't think they're similar at all. No, yeah. I can see what he means. He probably I, I can means see what he that means that they need to improve. He needs and to yeah, improve. I, we both agree there, but I don't see the similarities. Yeah, to say he's the same as Darius, no, no, yeah. not at all, not at all. Next question. Yeah, so we've got Jared Butler. What were the pros and cons of our last two trials and where can you see the Knights improving for round one? Um, I think pro for me uh, is definitely the halves. Yeah, I was going to say that. Um, I went into the trials sceptical of our yeah. halves. They, they, they surprised me. Um, I then saw it as, as a definite pro. Everyone saying we're going to finish last or or fifteenth based yeah. on our halves. Um, I I think they're going to be surprised. So I, I think the halves are a, a definitely a, a pro. Another pro is Kurt Mann at lock. Yeah. Oh, the first two I had as well. Yep. Um, to me that's a, that's a massive um pro. He's a potentially an eighty minute lock. Yeah. Um, Just comes in handy. Yeah, exactly. And uh, another one is. Probably Phoenix Crossland at fourteen. Yeah, um, I, I think I see that as a pro. I, I think, I think that came out of left field too. I don't think a lot of people expected that. You know, yeah. Well, everyone it was, was almost, like, where does he fit? And well, then it was, he got that one year contract extension, yeah. and everyone was sitting there thinking, well, why? Yeah. Um, you know, there's a lot of people in front of him, but yeah, with the with the loss of Watson and Man at thirteen, we need. A good utility, and I, I think yeah. we have that in Crossland. What, what yeah. about you for pro? They were pretty much exactly the same as what my first two were exactly the same as yours. Um, one other thing I've really noticed, um, which we've touched on in previous shows this season, is Clemmer, the passion. Yes, I was that was a big pro for me. Just seeing that hunger, I was I'll put my hand up. I remember my prediction was he probably wouldn't be a knight for the rest of the season. Wasn't happy with where he was, but that's not the clamor I'm seeing. No. And I'll take back that, hey, I, I was wrong on that one. He's um, just, passion is just out there. He's exciting to watch. He's fired up. If he carries that into the season, because these are just in the trial games, he's getting <laughs> yeah. excited about. Yeah. So it's exciting, something to watch. I think it's a definite pro to have people fighting for that, you know, that starting position. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Another yeah. one is defense. I, I forgot to mention defense, but our defense is definitely a pro. Our yeah. defense obviously got us to the finals last year. Our attack wasn't great. Yeah. Um, but the fact that we've continued where we left off last year with, with good defense is definitely a And we're not happy pro. to pass the ball a lot more this now. Yeah. So, yep. Exactly. Um, con for me, the only con I really have um, is we've been saying this is I'd like to see Ponga more involved. Um, yeah. I don't know if he's kind of just taken the mentality of I'm going to sit back and relax. I want to see what Clune and Clifford um, and Mann can kind of conjure up and, and yeah. get used to playing with each other. So if I sit back a little bit, they can kind of get used to playing together and form a combination. Um, whether or not he was just doing that or he, you know, we're, we're keeping him out of it save on injuries or, or yeah. whatever it is, a long season. That's that's the only con for me, but I can also see 
why yeah. maybe he was. And that's I was going to say that as well. And like that's up in the air. We don't know for sure. I guess the um, only other thing that I would maybe see is a bit of a con, well, not so much a con, bit of a worry is old Bradman Best and his injuries. Yeah. Yep. Another season and another, you know, suspected injury. It's just like, oh. we we talk about injury prone players. We we don't want Bradman to be injury prone because he is. Oh, is he is he built too strong? I don't know. I think I was saying to you boys um in during the week. I remember I heard the commentators um talking about Turbo. Yeah. Turbos have a lot more leg injuries than what he used to get, and they put it down to the the fact he's bulked up a lot in the upper body. And it's somehow, I'm not a, you know, medical expert <laughs> yeah. or anything, yep. um, but somehow the fitness guys were saying that, um, yeah, when you're bigger in the body and you've got long, skinny legs, like, yes, not saying Bradman has long, skinny legs, but it yep, can they're, play they're a part tree trunks. Yeah, it can play a part in that, so, yep. which you have to carry that around, so you have to move differently. I don't know with Bradman because Bradman doesn't have skinny tree legs. So I don't know what the go is there, but. Mm, yeah, exactly. All right. Next question is from Adrian. Uh, as a bench utility, does Phoenix Crossland look better playing dummy half or lock forward? Oh, man. Phoenix is just impressing me wherever he slots in at the moment. Yeah. To be absolutely. honest. Like, he's now our Mr. Fix It. So I wouldn't pick one or the other. I'm just putting him wherever we need him at that time. Yeah, well, to me, um, like I was saying, Kurt Mann, I think, can play 80 minutes. Yeah. So I wouldn't like to see Phoenix come on in that lock role. I'd like no, to... I don't I, see that point. the point in that. I would love to see Mann somehow play 80 minutes in that position. Yeah. Um, and it, like I've been saying numerous times this, this podcast already, is it's a long season. It's a long season where just got the trials out of the right way yeah um who knows really when braley's going to be back it could be round 12 could be 16 could on be that, 22 on that has someone we haven't talked about which was everyone was talking about for a while there was his replacement randall yeah. we haven't really mentioned him too much so maybe that says a lot but how do you think randall has filled that position in the first two trial games um like i think i said said to you you or link um off air that I, I thought he was just going to do a job. I didn't think he was going to do outstanding. I didn't think he was going to week in, week out, tackle, make 71 tackles like he did on debut. Um, I just thought he was just going to be solid and just, yeah. just get the job done. Um, for me, he's he, he's pretty much doing that. He, he's not, you know, he's not scooting out a dummy half and, and making 20, 30 metres. Um, I but did see a he's couple not of those doing times. anything wrong. I did see. You remember how we've talked about a couple of times? Maybe he's a little bit too slow on passing the ball, and he holds on to it. Yeah, and then thinks a little bit too long. I did pick up on that once or twice. Yeah, um, in the last game because I remember pointing okay. it out to Christy while we were watching it. But that's not taking anything away from him. He's got big shoes to fill. You know. Yeah, exactly. Also, but... And that's another reason why I like Crossland in that. 14, he can come in and slot into dummy half. Yeah. He can kind of make the game speed up a little bit. Um, yeah. Phoenix is very quick across the ground, has a great kicking game. He can add some kicking out of dummy half if, if we needed that. So for me, I would like to see Phoenix at 14 and come on and give Randall a bit of a break. So, you know, I, I don't think Randall's really done a full season before. So... Yeah. If Phoenix can help him out as much as possible, that's what I would like to see. Yeah. Um, all right, next question. Okay, so we're going for Jared Baldwin. You get the two Jareds. I do, the Jareds. Mm. My cousin's name's Jared. There you go, it's just <laughs> meant to be. Um, is AOB walking a tightrope? 
No, not no. at the moment. We, 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 we mentioned this a few weeks ago that, no, right now he's not walking a tightrope. Uh, tightrope. 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 I was going to make a joke, but there literally is no type rope joke that I could think of. No, no, yeah. not really. Um, maybe ask me that question at round twenty if we've yeah. got a got a bad record or, yeah, or at the end of the year. Um, but right now he's he's doing nothing wrong to indicate yeah. that he needs to be looking over his shoulder. You couldn't fault him. Couldn't fault him at all at the moment. So like like you said, it's way too early. Like. Yeah, we couldn't have asked more for him from him at the moment. Like, what if anyone out there has is thinking, "Oh, he's walking a tightrope." Like, what more do you want out of him? We've only yeah, had two yeah. trials. Like, give us an exact reason of why you think yeah. that he's on the outer, or we should be looking at a replacement. Because I can't see it. Stalky can't see it. Yeah. Um, all right, so that's it for the questions this week, and that's all that we have time for this week thank you very much for joining us um you can see we've got new polos on our nice new flashy polos have arrived thank you very much sam and the team from isc um for for looking after us there uh very sharp the the fact that they they pumped them out and they got it to us so quick and yeah they're just beautiful they do they feel nice on the skin Mm. (laughs) yes um so no more jerseys for us where we last year we did the jerseys where we wore who knows how many jerseys we wore throughout the year. Yeah. But now we have a new home in our polos. Um, so, yes, next week we'll be back to review the trial, uh, not the trial, the NRLW game and preview the following game. There's no trial match this weekend, next weekend. No, the men will be back for round one. So we've only got the uh, women's game to look forward to this week. So Yeah, exactly. So that's yeah. it for us this week. Uh, don't forget to follow us on Twitter, like us on Facebook, do whatever you do with all the socials. Subscribe on YouTube, hit the little bell so you get notified when we drop an episode or whatever yeah. it is that we actually do with our spare time. Thank you very much for joining me again, Storky. Thank you, guys. We will see you next Wednesday. Don't just have a good night. Have a Newcastle night. Like brothers in arms, we're more than a team. And the heart of a city, we wear on our sleeves for the red and the blue. Till the end, we will fight. Sing along, live the Newcastle Knights. Castle Knights, long live the Newcastle Knights for the red and the blue till the end. We will fight, singing long live the Newcastle Knights. <laughs>